0: Time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. If you've been following along, you know that we're pretty far along into a series on how to get yourself unstuck. And the reason I think it's so important to look at that getting unstuck is because sometimes it's such a frustrating place to be that you you know you want to get to something new and you know that something's holding you back but you don't know how to get beyond it. Sometimes it's concerns about what's coming down the road. Sometimes it's stuff that's left over from the past, but it can keep you stranded. Now, if you remember last week, we talked about the NAC protocol, which means that you have to have knowledge, action, and courage all fitting together to begin to move forward. But what is it that you need to move forward to? Well, I believe that we all have a set of core beliefs, that operate so deep within us that if I were to say to you, what are your core beliefs? You would have a hard time telling me, but they would come out in your actions. They would come out in some of your statements, even though your statements, your words, your language would hide them. They're still there. Not only that, but those core beliefs control your life and control what you can see as possibilities and control what's possible in your life. Look around at people that you notice that maybe are families of success or families of high achievement. And what you notice is that what really is operating in there are those core beliefs. Now look at another family that maybe is stuck in poverty, maybe is stuck in a cycle that can't see beyond that. And you'll find the same thing is happening. Now, I'm not saying that we all are on equal footing on opportunities only that there's something else operating below that place of opportunities. Years ago, I was working in the poverty part of our city, and I was working not only just in the poorer section of town, but in the poorest section of town. And in the tracks, uh, looking at the census, this was the place where the people lived mostly below uh, the poverty line. And so many of them were stuck in that cycle And what I realized was that, one, they didn't have the same kind of opportunities that others did, but two, they were trapped by a belief system. And so as I was working with the youth, one of my tasks was to to try to get them to see something bigger. And so we took them on trips to see other places, to see colleges, to see uh, interesting things around the state, trying to get them to see that there is a bigger world than the small world that they were stuck in. Sometimes we had great hopes, and I remember one of those girls, uh, and I was so hopeful that she was going to be able to get out. We had worked with her, and she came from a very broken family. She came from a, some legal issues, but she had worked through that, and her grades were picking up, and she was beginning to look at college. And right before college, the senior summer, she became pregnant. It dashed her hopes, her plans, her expectations. But what I realized was it also put her back in the world that she knew, not the world that she had a hard time even imagining, but that same place that she knew. And she told me at one point that there's no way she could get out of here. That was a core belief that she was telling me. Now, right before that, months before, when before she found she was pregnant, she was going, I think I can get out of here. I think I can make something different of myself. And in that moment, she had her aspirational belief. And then a few months later, followed with her core stuck belief, her core limiting belief. Now, across the city, I remember when I was working uh, and, and on the opposite end of town and was working with families who were very well-to-do, and they had lots of means, and I was watching the kids who believed that they could go to med school or could go to law school, and I realized that part of what was going on is they had seen that around them, and so they didn't have a limiting belief about that. They knew that there was another possibility. A few months ago, I was meeting with a father and son who both had successful books, and I realized that the younger author, the son, had managed to write his book simply because he knew it could be done. Lots of people claim, a very large percentage of people claim they want to write a book, and yet few people do. And What stops them? Well, there's no big action in the process of actually writing that book, but there's something about it that is a huge roadblock, a limiting belief. But what if you had seen somebody do that? What if you knew it was possible and had actually watched them go through the process? Not only that, but somebody had said, well, here's the next step. Then suddenly the limiting belief that many people have evaporates. And that's the nature of those limiting beliefs. They they can limit us. It's also the nature of aspirational beliefs that they can free us to pursue things and, and push through the difficult times. And so as we're talking about these core beliefs recognize that they operate below the surface and it's not so easy to get to but you can begin to look at them. So we've already established that there are both aspirational beliefs and they are there are limiting beliefs. Aspirational beliefs are the ones that open the world. The limiting beliefs are based in fear, based in limitation, based in holding back. And as you begin to think about that, I would encourage you to build your aspirational beliefs. To think about what you really want, and really focus in on those uh, those places where you really want to move toward. That still then leaves your limiting beliefs. And so I've created a platform, a way of moving through your limiting beliefs and destroying those limiting beliefs, leaving them behind. And one of the places you can find those limiting beliefs is when you say something absolutely. I can't, you can't, we can't, that's not possible. And when you when you use that kind of language, it almost is always followed by a limiting belief. I can't find somebody to love. That's a limiting belief. I can't make it through school. That's a limiting belief. I can't find a job. That's a limiting belief. I can't write a book. That's a limiting belief. And when you add it as an absolute, it Almost always, almost always, if it's in the realm of possibility, you find that it's a limiting belief. For instance, I could say, I can't grow wings on my back, and and right now that's an impossibility, or I can't breathe underwater, at least without scuba gear or something else. And so even in these limiting beliefs that we can toss out and challenge this, let me say that what we're really looking at are the beliefs that hold you back from things you want to do, things that are physically possible that other people have done before. And as you move in that direction, you begin to notice that the absolutes mark the limiting beliefs nobody's ever done this, and then somebody can point to five, 10, 20 other people who have done it, suddenly you realize it's not a nobody. It's just that there's something else to get there. And also remember that even if you believe it can't be done, there are plenty of people doing things that somebody said that can't be done, enough so that we need to suspend that belief in the absolutes. Not long ago, you would have said it can't be done that you could carry basically a big computer in your pocket. And yet we do. I remember when I was first using computers and now my phone is much more powerful than that computer was. And that computer sat on my desk and, and filled a big box. And now I carry it with me. And so notice that a lot of times the it can't be done is simply a message of it hasn't been done. And this applies to so many areas in our lives. And we notice how much those absolutes hold us back. So what are the steps to stopping those limiting beliefs, to getting rid of those limiting beliefs? Well, the first, there are four C's to it. The first one is conscious. So the first step is to become conscious of your limiting beliefs. So in order to change a belief, you need to become conscious of it and fully aware of it, allowing yourself to identify it. Now, that has to be the first step. You have to recognize it's there. And when you find yourself making those absolute statements, I can't do this, I won't do this, this isn't possible, notice how there's such a negative tone to those limiting beliefs. My spouse is always this way, right? If you hear always or never, then you know that you've landed on it. Things are always this way or things are never this way. You might believe maybe marriages never work out or relationships always fall apart or my career will never get off the launching pad or graduate school is always too expensive. All of those things are limiting beliefs. And so when you find yourself landing on that limiting the belief, you've got to become conscious of it before anything can change. So the first thing is to become conscious of the belief and of that negativity, Where are those places where you have seen those limits broken? Here's the cool thing. If you've ever noticed that somebody can step past that limiting belief, then you realize it really is possible. The people who really, really have embraced a limiting belief don't look for help, don't look for information, don't take action. And here you are saying, hey, I need something to free me up. And that's the first step towards getting there of saying, okay, something's holding me back. Now you might be aware of the place where some negative thought is really holding you back. And the first step is to say, what is my place of stuck? I want you to always be thinking, what are my limiting beliefs? You want to make them conscious. The problem with limiting beliefs is when they hide, they cause damage. The reason is because they operate below our level of normal consciousness, and so they're always lurking just below the system, pulling us back, just below that surface. They're constantly rear-ending us, and they lurk just below our vision. When we bring them out, when we look at them, then we have a target, something that we can change. And the reason we're going to use that as a target is because we're going to counteract it. We're going to find a way, once they're made conscious, to move past it. So what is your limiting belief? Where are you stuck? What do you keep finding yourself saying? I always or I never or it always or it never. And you fill in the blank. This is going to take some effort. Now, the thing about changing uh, limiting beliefs is it does take a little effort. It takes a little thought, and sometimes that pushes us a bit. So brainstorm a little bit. Just write down some places where you realize you're constantly saying, I always, I never, it always, it's never, they always, they never, and then fill in the blank. You can just use those as little prompts. Because once you have those limiting beliefs on paper, you'll notice that already they have a little weakness to them. Because the next C, number two, is challenge. Challenge the belief. Now, the way you challenge a belief is to look for evidence of the opposite. For instance, if you have a belief from your family or from somewhere else about what's possible, um, how much money you can make, where you can go to school, what kind of job you have, notice that and challenge it. Look for others who disprove it. I want you to look around and notice all of the places where something disproves it. Anything that disproves it is good enough. I want you that to find those places where they hide around, those, those hidden beliefs hide around, and yet you can find immediate evidence that it's not true. And whenever you can find proof that something is not true, some limiting belief is not true, then it begins to cascade down and you realize that if it's not true there, it's not necessarily true with you too. And so when you begin to break it down, Then you can begin to notice all of the places that have negated that limiting belief all around you all along. Usually our beliefs are more toward the negative and limiting, and so you're going to look for the places to prove that there's positivity and possibility elsewhere. Think about how to challenge your other beliefs along the way. Think about all those places where you can say, oh, look at that person. They're doing it differently. And when you notice somebody else doing it differently, when you notice another possibility of doing it differently, then you have the potential of gaining that energy. If you don't think you can even get started, you won't get started. One of my favorite quotes is Henry Ford, who said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And that's the nature of those limiting beliefs. If you think you can, you gain the energy. But if you have that limiting belief, you can't, You lose the energy. You give up the energy. You walk away from it. You're trying to challenge the belief. So first, you have to become conscious of the belief. And then second, you have to challenge that belief and prove that there are times when it's wrong. There are times when it's not true. If there's a time when the limiting belief based in absolutes has been wrong, then the belief is false. You can no longer say never or always. You may not yet be able to say I can, but you can't say never or always. So now begin to think about your beliefs and find evidence to the contrary of your beliefs. Now, I will tell you that we all carry around with us a confirmation bias. That's a cognitive uh, term that cognitive scientists use for the fact that we look around for evidence that backs us up And we dismiss evidence that challenges us. Now we've got to work against that because that's our automatic unconscious piece. So make it conscious and then challenge it by going and looking for the places where this isn't necessarily true. So that brings us to step number three, change your perspective. I want you to make a change in perspective. Reverse your belief. Instead of holding on to the limiting belief, for instance, that maybe marriages never work out, you don't have uh, you don't have to change it to marriages always work out because that's an absolute too, right? But there's a midpoint in saying marriages can and do work out. Marriages can be fulfilling. You can get the love you want. Maybe is a place in the middle. Notice you don't have to be captured by the absolutes. You might say it about a job. You know, some people find the job that they love and, and love doing. You don't have to say everybody does, but you also can't say nobody finds a job they love. Or maybe you say um, you can never write a book, and instead of changing it to anybody can write a book to say people do write books. It is possible to write books. Or, or maybe you have an illness you're struggling with, and you say, you know, nobody ever gets beyond this, but then you notice that there are people and this is true in almost every, every illness, every uh, uh, difficulty out there, that there are some people who get beyond it and some people who find a way through it. And so to do, be able to say some people do get beyond this, some people get through this difficulty, you can apply that to anywhere in your life where there is an absolute of always or never and just get to the midpoint where it's between always and never to, to a sometimes or once in a while or some people have. You want to be uh, conscious of your belief, then challenge that belief, find the evidence to the contrary, and then change that belief by changing your perspective. Many times, all that's necessary is the change of the negative statement to a possibility statement, not a positive statement, but a possibility statement. Now, once you've gotten to that place, you're ready to commit to the new belief. When you commit to it, that's the final C, commit to that new belief, you're deciding to solidify that new belief. For example, if you let's go back to that marriage example. There's nothing I can do uh, in this marriage that's an absolute. I can do some things to improve my marriage. That's a possibility. So now you can begin to commit to working towards that. I'm never going to make it to college can become some people make it to college. I can't could make it to college. And the next step is how do I make it to college or maybe writing a book since I keep pulling that out uh, instead of saying I will never be able to write that book to say I could write that book and then to decide that the next step is writing when I was working on my dissertation, one of my um, lovely faculty members who was tired of me, given all kinds of excuses, said, I'll tell you what you need to do to get this written. I said, I would love to know because I can't get it going. And he said, You need to take a bottle of glue and you need to dump it in your seat and you need to sit down and let it harden and get busy writing. That's how you write your dissertation. And that's how you write a book. That's how you write anything. You get busy writing. If you wanted to get into shape, instead of saying, I'll never be able to get in shape, I can never follow an exercise plan to change that to say, I could get into shape. I can do some things to feel better about myself. And now I make the next steps. And that really is this commitment. It's the process of choosing how to move against that negative belief into the new belief that you have. So notice the process that we're going through is to first become aware of what's going on, then to solidify a belief that is counter to that. So you become conscious of your belief, then you challenge that belief by looking for evidence to the contrary, then you change your perspective by stating that belief in a positive way in the world of possibility, and then you solidify the new belief by committing to your new belief and you start looking for evidence of that new belief and creating a plan to step into it. When you start looking for evidence of of when it happens, you'll be just as successful at finding evidence of the new belief as when you were looking for evidence to the negative. You just have to be looking. Whatever belief you hold, you'll find evidence to support it. We will find proof that supports any belief because we stop looking for evidence that runs contrary to the belief. And so with limiting beliefs, just being open to evidence to the contrary begins a shift away from the limiting belief. So you begin to gain strength and power. You begin to gain momentum and you begin to build towards where you want to go. So the four C's of changing limiting beliefs anywhere in life are become conscious. That's a conscious of the belief challenge, challenge that belief Change. Change your perspective by making the uh, possibility belief instead of a, a positive belief, a possibility belief, and then commit. Commit to the change by seeking evidence to support it. When you do these four steps, you will find that you can take on any limiting belief, turn it around, and move it to something else, something more powerful. So you want to do this all through your life. And whenever you find yourself stuck somewhere, and whenever you find yourself saying an absolute, That's the time when you want to step into challenging that limiting belief. You become conscious of it, you challenge, and then you change that belief, and then you commit to the new one. Those are the four C's of changing any limiting belief in your life. If this has been helpful, if this series has been helpful... It would be helpful for me for you to share this however you can. If you're on my website, Thriveology.com, you'll notice that underneath the listing, there are lots of ways of sharing. If you're on Facebook, there's a way of doing that, or Google+, Plus, or LinkedIn, or uh, Twitter, anywhere you want to do that, you can share it. If you're not, if you're listening by subscription, and you're on Twitter also, it would be great. All you have to do is put Thriveology.com slash love. Thrivology.com slash love, L-O-V-E, and that will give you a pre-populated tweet with a link back to uh, the website so that other people can find it. If you're listening by subscription uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or even on the Google podcast, then what I would love for you to do is go leave a review. That would be so helpful for me to take some action and leave a review. That's a way of kind of returning the love of of helping me uh, let other people know about it so other people can find some ways this way. Next time, we'll wrap up this series uh, so that you can begin to uh, really embrace this getting unstuck, and then we're going to step into a new series, and the new series is about building a thriving body. This really will be be about taking care of your health and looking for some ways uh, of bringing health and healing wherever your body is right now, so you can look forward to that down the road. Next week, we'll wrap up this series. I wish you the best as you continue to build a thriving life.